0: Friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past, and we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about that one thing that you are itching to finish, but you just haven't finished it yet. It's maybe close to being wrapped up, but you just can't seem to carve out the time to put a bow on it and send it on its way as something that you have officially completed. And apparently, according to science, it is important to finish those unfinished projects because they become a disturbance subconsciously. Uh, you are thinking about, oh, I really need to finish that. I need to do that. And so it can actually impact other areas of your life. So time to start chipping away at some of those things that you need to wrap up. In fact, there are ways that you can start finishing more tasks more frequently from just deciding what you're going to complete and put all of your effort into that particular task. Then go on to the next one. Uh, also, if you pick the one that will take the least amount of time to finish, you're going to feel like you're accomplishing more, and thus it will give you the motivation to finish some of those bigger projects once you've checked off the list. Uh, throw away projects you don't enjoy, so you know what? Don't make it a project anymore. <laughs> Just call it a day. Also, keep the projects that you're invested in. You're more inclined to invest time in something that you want to do, and also set milestones and deadlines. Taking um, it a little bit at a time will really help you get the job done. It's kind of like when you want to read through the Bible and you're thinking, like, this is a big book, how do I get through it? There's so many different reading plans. You just gotta be disciplined and consistent. And sometimes it's those tasks that you have to do that you don't want to do, set the timer. Be like, I'll give this five minutes. But the accumulation of five minutes over time, you will get that task done because you were consistent. And that's actually what they say is a difference between someone who's successful and not successful. Um, most of the battle is really just being consistent. So there you go. Little things at a time, you know, like that old weird saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. I don't endorse eating elephants, but it's an interesting <laughs> it's an interesting proverb. So a few things to keep in mind as you try to finish off some of those projects. You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. I'm Holly Taylor, and last Thursday, my kids rushed to school with hands full of gifts for their teachers, and uh, it was just kind of a nice thing to be able to do, pass along a little gift, wasn't... Much of anything, but it's so nice just to show your appreciation to those educators who spend probably more time in a day with our kids than we do, as uh, they're there for them throughout the day, teaching them, instilling life lessons um, that hopefully reinforce the lessons we're teaching them. So I love this because even a kindergarten teacher can leave a lasting impression. And for uh, one particular retired kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Hamilton, well, I mean, she retired a few years ago ago but her students have loved her all throughout their school years and the very last kindergarten class that she taught just graduated this year and they wanted to do something special so um, one of them turned up at her house and was like hey Mrs. Hamilton I'm graduating and she was like oh that's so lovely and then you know out of the trees and another student and then behind the bushes another student and then coming down the road was another student Soon, it went from one to dozens of students just emerging behind random obstacles, approaching their very first teacher that they ever had, just to say thank you. Of course, she was super shocked, um, was so overwhelmed by the love they showed and how lovely they looked and how grown up they were. And, of course, they got this and uh, on video, so it has gone viral, so you can check it out. But I just love that. You know, you just never know the impact you will have on somebody else. And in this case, I'm sure Mrs. Hamilton, absolutely, through tears, uh, will know just how much her effort to make that first experience to the rest of their school days such a positive one. So for teachers like Mrs. Hamilton, thank you for doing what you do. You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the Greater Toronto Area, or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. Especially heading into the summer, you don't have to be disconnected from us because, thanks to modern technology, there are lots of ways for you to listen. I'm Holly Taylor. Love this story because this is a uh, a high school graduation that these students will never ever forget. Uh, there are six Port Jefferson High School seniors who saved the day essentially they crossed the stage with their classmates they put the tassel from the right to the left or left to right it's all a blur to me Uh, shook hands grabbed their diplomas left the stage and threw their caps into the air well what happened next a fire alarm happened and they were like oh Yeah, this is not a fake fire alarm. So the caps in the air, gowns on the ground, and six of these high school grads dashed across the football field uh, to the local fire station as they were volunteer firefighters. So they put on their firefighting garb, hopped in the truck, and went to a garage that was on fire. And they put out a fire on their graduation day. Moments after getting their their graduating diploma so not just grads, but also heroes that day, especially for that family whose garage they saved. So kind of, an, again, like a graduation to remember. Does it get more memorable than that? You graduate, you're getting pictures, and suddenly you are running a fast 40 to make sure that you are keeping people safe. Those are the kind of high school grads I'm excited to see what the future has for them. I love that. Volunteer firefighters answering the call on a very special day. The captain of your your flight. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are traveling. I don't even know, but I love going on planes. It's the excitement. It's the thrill of going somewhere. Anywhere. Honestly, I'd hop on a, a flight right now and just, I don't know, I'd go to Thunder Bay. I don't care. Do they have an airport? I'm not sure, but uh, it's Holly Taylor here for Good Company. We're talking about some of those rules, the unwritten rules and otherwise when it comes to going on a plane. Uh, Producer Mike, you don't travel a lot. Do you have any questions about some of the rules? Well, yeah, and it's probably because I don't travel a lot that this one came to mind. Uh, There's some things that you can't bring onto a plane. Mm -hmm. We know some of the obvious ones, but uh, Listerine, (laughs) (laughs) Chapstick. Just. I, why? Am I allowed to bring that on the plane with me or not? I just have chapped lips. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not up to anything nefarious, yeah. but I don't know. And I'm sure they're written somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where they're written. Yeah. Well, I think there's signs that just will let you know about the size of the containers. Like, I think it can only be 100 mils. Okay. So, so just follow yeah, the signs. Exactly. Go ahead. Bring your Listerine, but don't call your chapstick lip balm. Yeah. <laughs> You you could run into some problems there. Might be a bit of a trigger word, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Suddenly there's like a SWAT team around you. Why are these dogs sniffing my my bag? It's lip balm. Don't say it. There's an L in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the English language. Oh, how about this? Got a text message here nine zero five three three eight twelve fifty. 905-338-1250. Amy, she says, please keep your shoes on the entire flight. Uh, Amy, I am guilty of that. I will take my shoes off. However, I do not put my feet on the seat or like have them encroaching on people around me. I just acute them to myself. So, uh, Amy, I, I hope that passes. I just, I gotta take my feet out of my shoes. Uh, often I'm flying, you know, to Alberta or back again, it's a four hour flight. I don't wanna wear my shoes, I wanna get comfy. You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. So no matter where you go, you can always stay connected with us. I'm Holly Taylor. Thank you for hanging out with me here today as we talk about some of the rules about flying, uh, what to do, what not to do. Um, got a great message here. This is from Ruth. She says, uh, It's always courteous to leave the middle armrest to the person who's in that middle chair. If you're on the aisle, you can lean to your right or your left, or if you're by the window, you can lean up against the window, that middle person is stuck. So thank you so much, because I was mentioning earlier, what do you do with that middle armrest? You give it to the person who purchased that middle seat. So that's what she says is good etiquette on a plane. Now how about this for a feel good plane story? Six year old on the plane, what does she do? She loses her tooth. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's a great story in and of itself. I'm on a long, long flight. I've lost my tooth. Um, But here's where the story takes a little bit of a twist. As six-year-old Lena uh, realized once they got their bags and once everything was shut down at 2 a.m. in the airport, once they'd landed after a very long flight, that she left her tooth on the plane. I mean, how is a tooth fairy going to leave money under her pillow that night. She was quite distraught, very emotional, also very tired from such a long journey. And uh, while she was having a moment of sadness, a United Airlines captain by the name of Josh Dachau kind of swept in to save the day. He asked her what was going on, and, um, you know, she said, I lost my tooth, it's on the plane, and I can't get back. Well, Captain Josh then said, you know what, um, you know, I, I think if I write a note as a captain of a plane, she will take the note in lieu of the tooth and so he wrote a note dear tooth fairy Lena had a tooth fall out on her flight to Greenville please take this note in place of her tooth signed Captain Josh and that was something that helped her feel calm again she took that note and put it under her pillow The rest is history. But it's so wonderful seeing various people coming to the rescue. Even in a situation like this, I can only imagine how devastating it was for Lena. But now she was good to go, and the tooth fairy had a note in lieu of a tooth.